Hi, I'm Beth Fuller, and you're listening to the Food Adventures Podcast. I know the world can feel intimidating or scary at times, but I'm here to tell you it doesn't have to be. Through the lens of food, we can learn so much about one another, celebrate our differences, and maybe eat some tasty food along the way. Are you ready to do this? I know I am. So let's go on a food adventure together right now. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Food Adventures Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Fuller, and this is episode 45. Looking alive, 45. Does that make any sense? I don't think so. All right, you've been here and listened to these 44 episodes before this. I think you know our drill. If you don't, welcome to the podcast. It's nice to have you. Go to my website for all of the show notes, elizabethrfuller.com. And what else is there? my beautiful photography. It's what I do for a living. I make money by taking beautiful pictures of food and product. And if you have food or product or know someone who has food or product that needs beautiful pictures, hit me up. You've got questions for the podcast. If you want to be on the podcast, if you need culinary sleuthing of any kind, shoot me an email. Let's go on a food adventure gmail.com. And of course, tag me in all of your food adventures on Instagram at Let's Go on a Food Adventure. All right, let's do this, you guys. Let's go on a food adventure. So before we dive into what we're talking about today, it's kind of on topic, but I have to bring it up because I just made it this week and it was so good. If you are into a labor intensive, I'm just going to say that full, like, full disclosure. This is not like a... 30-minute meal, slap it together kind of recipe, dinner, whatever. This was an all-day event of cooking. So if you're into that and you want to do that, can you take a shortcut? Absolutely. Will it taste the same? Probably not. So that's okay too. But I highly recommend following the recipe, possibly watching a YouTube video on how to actually roll these puppies up. Yes, there are at least two that I found YouTube videos. So there's this restaurant in the village on Greenwich, kind of near where West 12th and Greenwich is called Don Angie's. They just recently put out a cookbook. I think it's recent. I I could be wrong with that, but they are a great husband and wife team. Their food's incredible. They have a Michelin star. I think at least one, maybe two. I have that wrong and backwards and I should fact check myself on that. But they're it's like Italian Americans like classically done Italian dishes with a little bit of a twist the food's incredible and they have this thing that they kind of were most known for at first it's on the cover of their cookbook it's basically a lasagna pinwheel it almost looks like a cinnamon bun sort of um but lasagna slices It's so good. Oh my God, it is so good. I made it and I'll take a picture and I'll post it. Holy crap, is it good? It is so worth the effort. I'm full disclosure, it took me an entire day to make. I really didn't make any shortcuts whatsoever with this dish. I followed their recipe. I might have cut back on the amounts because. Their quantities were for a large gathering of people, and it's really just two of us that were eating this. Um, Definitely have leftovers. It was, oh, that's Oliver dropping a ball. 
next to me. He'll probably start squeaking it in a second. It is so good. I mean, and it's more like a classic style um, lasagna from Bologna, which would be with a Bolognese sauce and a bechamel. Um, If you Google lasagna pinwheel from Don Angie's, it's going to come up. I know it sounds so New York, New Jersey, Don Angie's. Um, And that's all over plopping down in case you heard that in the background. Uh, It's so good. It's so good. I'll link a recipe and a video in the show notes. Uh, If you guys make it, tag me in it. Again, all day affair. This is not a 30-minute meal kind of thing, but it's one of those dishes that's so worth the effort. Delicious. All right. So I think that's a good segue for our topic at hand today. So as I've mentioned many times, to me, a food adventure, it can be as simple as making a dish that takes freaking literally six or seven hours to make. It could be going and getting like super authentic ramen from a place that might be either down the street, an hour away, whatever. I live on the East Coast, Northeast to be exact, in New England. So it could be as simple as driving three and a half hours to New York City or going to Providence or Boston for the day or Portland, Maine or maybe another little state that's not too far by called New Jersey. Like literally it can be something as simple as that or something as big as going to Singapore going to Indonesia, going to Paris, France. Like it, 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 it can be as simple as you want it to be or as big as you want it to be. But my point is that the thing I love about food adventures is for me, you get out there, you experience life, you experience a culture, and it's through the lens of food, which is something that's very, very near and dear to my heart. So today, some of you, this would be an... <laughs> slightly longer travel destination. Some of you, this would be maybe just your state uh, and others of us. Maybe we can drive to it. Maybe you can fly to it. But today, today we're talking about a little state, someplace very exotic called New Jersey. And one other fun fact about New Jersey, for me personally, all of, well, the majority of some of my closest friends on the planet in my adult life come from the state of New Jersey, (laughs) including my husband who spent years living in New Jersey, even though he's from Massachusetts, but he lived in New Jersey as well. There's something in the water. I'm telling you about me, some of my closest friends on the planet being from the great state of New Jersey. So let's get into this. So my guest today, she loves New Jersey. She is a Jersey girl through and through. Born, raised, raising kids there, not leaving. Loves her state of New Jersey. She has traveled, which we will talk about, but there, as Dorothy says in The Wizard of Oz, there is no place like home. Bruce Springsteen played at her wedding. John Bon Jovi officiated. I'm kidding about all of that, but wouldn't that be funny? No, she's been she's been in the CPA world for about 25 plus years. She has her own business. She's an incredible entrepreneur. It's called CFO Your Way. She also has a great podcast. You should check it out. Pathways to Profitability. I will be on an upcoming episode, so stay tuned for that. So please give a warm welcome, a round of applause, standing ovation to Cheryl from CFO Your Way. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Beth. How are you? I'm so 
good. How are you? I'm great. So if anyone doesn't know, I mean, I've already introduced Cheryl ahead of this interview. Um, and you can kind of hear it in her accent. We are going on a food adventure to a little state known as New Jersey. We're going to have accents. The rest of the world has accents. I know it's true. And we're (laughs) going to talk about that. And full disclosure, many of my best friends are from New Jersey. So I know a lot about the state, but we have to pretend like I don't know anything because we have a lot of people who don't know New Jersey as well as me and definitely not as well as you. So we're going to get down to the basics of New Jersey and food in New Jersey, because it is a very special place. It really is. You guys have some wacky stuff. So now have you always lived in Jersey? I am born and raised in New Jersey. Actually, my parents moved to the house they are still in now when I was under a year old. So I, the only time I ever moved in my life was about eight miles away when I got married. Of course, of course. And did your parents, are they from... Did they did they grow up in New Jersey or are they from New York? No, no, they grew up in New Jersey as well, as did the, both of their parents. Oh, wow. You guys run deep in Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've no got deep roots, man. You do. <laughs> you do. And now Jersey is made. People don't realize this, even though it's not a massive state, it still does cover a decent amount of area. And it varies a lot from the the beach culture of New Jersey, which everyone calls the shore to more inland southern New Jersey is way I I think a little different than northern New Jersey mm-hmm. so where in Jersey are you we're in uh we're in Morris County so central northern Jersey so in the plains surrounded by the mountains close to the city close to the beach um you know New Jersey has so much to offer as far as landscape and we're in the middle of it all. So I love it. I love that. And again, this podcast is not sponsored by the tourist board of New Jersey, but if they'd like to sponsor us, we are willing to negotiate that. Um, yeah. And you're probably what, 45 minutes ish outside of the city. Um, without a little traffic. bit less, no traffic, 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, of course, if there's traffic, which Jersey is known for as well, yeah. Yeah. um, it could take I love that. And as many may or may not know, when we refer to the city, it is New York City, just so people are clear who are listening to this that might not be from the area. It's always when you say the city in New Jersey, it is New York. York. There is no other city around. but here in Boston, you know, we have a little pride where we're from. So <laughs> our, our city might be a little different than yours. No, I'm kidding. So what, what do you think makes New Jersey so special to you? Well, all my family's here. All my husband's family is here. Um, and I think this, the specialness of New Jersey is the diversity of New Jersey. Like we just said, it's got the mountains, it's got the, the plains, it's got the, it's, close to the city it's close to sports venues it's close to I mean everything is right here at our fingertips close to the shore you know we're probably 
the closest shore point is probably less than an hour away from where I am. Without traffic. So everything is within reach. That's yeah. what I love about New Jersey. Yeah. And what people don't realize is New Jersey houses, is that the right term? New York sports teams. So not all, like not Buffalo, but anything like the Jets, the Giants. Is there another one I'm missing? Or is it just those two? I think that's it. I'm not a big sports fan. So yeah, but I just know they're here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) My husband would would have to kill me if I didn't say go Pats. But you know, I got to (laughs) say. I'm just kidding. Now, where else have you traveled to? Um, So when I was in high school, I actually traveled to Spain, um, which was an unbelievable trip with the, you know, with my classmates. Um, we've traveled to California. We cruised all over. We cruised the Panama Canal, which was an unbelievable trip. Um, of course, the islands and, you know, Aruba and, you know, the, pretty much the entire East Coast. Um, haven't done too much central United States, but, you know, East and West Coast and a little bit out of the country as well. Wow. Panama must be, I I'm dying to go. I heard nothing but wonderful things about Panama. It was an amazing trip. Yeah. That huge ship going through the canal. It was, it was unbelievable. And it takes a minute. It's not quick. Oh no. (laughs) It was like pre sunrise to post sunset. People don't realize that that it's not like within minutes they're moving these big ships through. No, No, it takes, it takes a hot minute for it to go. But it's amazing how they can move those big ships. Oh, I know. It's insane. And to think about before the Panama Canal, the treacherous trip they had to take around South America. And yeah, so yay inventions. Um, (laughs) Now we have to, this is a food podcast. So we got to talk about the food in New Jersey. I mean, you guys have some really special food starting with, and this was something that when I first went to New Jersey, my best friend in the, in the world is from, you know, Mike Doyle, he's from where you are from. And he's like, you don't understand what a Taylor ham, egg and cheese is, and you need to have it. And it was like, after we'd been drinking all night, we woke up in the morning and we went and got our Taylor ham, egg and cheese. It happened to be in Hoboken on a smashed bagel. It was amazing. But there is this thing called a pork roll. (laughs) Is now, is a pork roll and Taylor ham the same thing? So Taylor, it's kind of like a a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle isn't a square. So Uh uh Taylor ham is pork roll. Taylor is actually the name brand, which goes back a gazillion, gazillion years, but Uh Taylor ham is pork roll. So it's Taylor ham is the brand, but it's still pork roll. And there's many different brands of pork roll out there. They all basically the same, a little bit different flavoring, but Mm -hmm. same concept. And how do you like to eat it? So there's two ways. So you say Taylor ham, egg and cheese. We call it a tech. (laughs) Okay. 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 I love it. A tech with a hash brown on it on a hard roll is like. He didn't tell me this. Doyle, if you're listening, I'm mad at you. (laughs) Oh, tech. Or the other way is whirly birds. 
What the hell is a whirly so you bird? Slice up the tail of ham, make little <laughs> slits in it, and then you fry it up, and it like like a hot dog splits the tail of ham splits, so it looks like a whirly bird, and you throw some some yellow American cheese on there and a hard roll with ketchup. Oh my god, Libertor was invented in New Jersey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's special a- occasion food, man. Yeah, yeah. Or if you just drank too much the night before, it really does help with a hangover. But the hash brown, I mean, you had me at hello. And the hard roll is key. Absolutely. Yep. Fresh hard roll. Yep. God Salt, damn. pepper, ketchup. Oh, you had exactly how I do it. <laughs> but now I know I got to ask for a tech with a hash brown. I'm, yep. I'm in. I'm in. Yep. Um, have you been? Come visit. I'll bring you to the best place in town for a check with a hash brown. I will be there tomorrow. Now, is it a sub or a hoagie? It is a sub. It is you a go sub. Go to so- Jersey Mike's for a sub. Okay. All right. Because they do call it a hoagie. Is that more south near Philly? Um. I yeah. I would guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Up here, it's it's definitely a sub. Yeah. It's. Where I am in Massachusetts, it's a sub, but when you get closer to Rhode Island, it's a grinder, which I don't know where that came from, but so everyone calls it different things, but in New Jersey, you guys are split sub or hoax. So, okay. So it's a sub. Yeah. We're split. We're, you know, there's that middle section of New Jersey. That's kind of like mixed, but North is definitely one way and South. I guess it's the New York city versus Philadelphia. Yeah, I guess so. New York's going to win. Um, is it, is it sauce or gravy? So gravy is the brown stuff you put on mashed potatoes and Turkey. Yeah. Sauce is the stuff you put on pasta. Yeah. But some people call that gravy. I know a lot of people call it. I call it sauce. sauce. It's always Sunday sauce, red sauce. It's sauce. It's always sauce. Never called it gravy. Yeah. I agree with you. Okay, great. And then what we need to, what is tomato pie? Is it pizza? Not really because it doesn't have cheese on it. So tomato pie is just think of pizza without the cheese. It's in Trenton, right? That's like the place to get it. Yeah. It's yeah. Again, more Southern Jersey. Um, and it's more southern jersey (laughs) okay i love it okay all right because it looks like pizza but it's basically pizza without cheese pizza without cheese all right well so so think of a tomato sandwich a big tomato sandwich which Uh, i mean jersey's got the best tomatoes so there's nothing wrong with tomato pie no i agree i agree now what are your top three things to get when you're in new jersey on the shore on the shore sorry at the shore shore. because you love the shore oh we love the shore we're there pretty much every weekend in the summer into the fall so yeah we are jersey shore people um the things you have to get are coors ice cream okay have you ever heard of it no i only know coors is tapping the rockies please tell me so it's soft serve ice cream and the traditional old time was creamsicle so it was orange cream with a vanilla twist Mm. out of this world so of course they have chocolate vanilla the twist and now they have 
peanut butter and mint and strawberry and there's a whole laundry list you still go old school though creamsicle still old you go to cores for the orange twist okay the orange twist okay awesome um what else at the jersey shore of course saltwater taffy yeah um waffles and ice cream waffles and ice cream yeah waffles and ice cream they make the waffles fresh right there like a waffle cone no like they just put the waffle in the dish and then they scoop the ice cream and all the toppings on and it gets all mushy and the ice cream melts from the hot waffle and it all kind of melts together and that's exactly what you want to eat when you're around a shit ton of sand because that to me that's a boardwalk thing that's i know but there's no sand there's sand everywhere and when if people don't understand what we mean by the shore because a lot if you're not from new jersey you you're the only place in the world that calls when you go to the beach, you're going to the shore. Like Absolutely. it's literally going to the ocean. You're going to the beach. So in case you don't know what, what it is, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. And, and the boardwalk, like the, the, the beach and the shore and the boardwalk go hand in hand and yeah. you get your waffles and ice cream on the boardwalk. So I love that your top three things to do with the shore all involve sugar. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like, it's I'm vacation, right? Kid. I'm on vacation. I want to live like an eight-year-old again. I love that. You, you had me at hello. Now, I know, and I think you still are a practicing CPA. Yeah, that's how you pay the bills. Not in the traditional sense. So when people think of CPA, they think of taxes. We do not do taxes. No, what do you do? So we work with the business owner on the accounting side. So mostly a family-owned business where the business owner is wearing all the hats and running the business. We can take the accounting, bookkeeping, financial side off of their plate and provide them with all the financial data they need to know their business and effectively run their business. Right. So it doesn't go underwater. That's great. So you basically become their accounting department. Yes, we are their outsourced accounting department. And even though we're outsourced, we are, we're in it with them. We're part of their team. Yeah. That's wonderful. And you've been doing this for a decent amount of time in the area. Yes. We will be celebrating our 10 year anniversary in February. Yes, Congratulations. So That's awesome. I hope you get a big uh Coors old school orange <laughs> twist to celebrate well, even down to- waffles and ice cream all in one trip. Yeah, right? I would. Yeah, why not? I'm sure they're still open in the middle of winter. Uh, <laughs> Probably not. So you actually started recently a podcast. What made you want to start a podcast? So I'm all about like giving. So I saw this as a way to give back to business owners, people in my network, people that have been good to me, people that I've built relationships with to be able to have them tell their story. So it's, it's called pathways to profitability, personal tales of business success. So it's all about the entrepreneur's journey and everyone's journey is unique. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us, some, is. you know, some stepped into an established business or second or third generation. That story is a lot different than the, the individual that decides to start their own business from scratch. Yeah. So it's all about the, that journey and the, you know, sometimes the hardships that come, sometimes the successes that come, like just telling, you know, telling that story. Well, yeah. And it's a nice way to know that 
because I'm an entrepreneur too, like that we're not alone that, you know, we're all there in it together. And, um, it's, it's, it is cathartic to talk about it. It's wonderful to listen other to other people's stories. I mean, you just had our good friend, Christine on recently, who's absolutely wonderful. And she is an incredible business coach. And, um, yeah, I think, I I think it's a great podcast. I can't wait to be on it. I'm really excited about it. So how, I know, how often are you guys doing a release and where can people find you? So um, right now we're doing a release once a month. So we're promoting it for a month and then releasing it at the end of the month. Um, And the best way to find it is to go to my website, cfoyourway.com. And there's a podcast page and all of them will be there. Okay, great. I'll link it in the show notes. Now, would you like to dive into a handful of listener questions? And they're all New Jersey themed. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. All right. Amber in North Carolina writes, why do you think New Jersey is called the Garden State? You don't see a lot of gardens off in 95. Really, Amber? And where are all these gardens you speak of? (laughs) So I'll start with close to home. My yard is probably about 25 to 30% garden. Um, I have about half of my front lawn is a garden. There's nothing like going out and picking a tomato and slicing it on your salad for dinner. Yeah, absolutely the best. So along 95 is a lot of oil refineries. You're not going to see farmland along 95. (laughs) No, No, you'll Um, see airplanes above you, but no, no. And I think the other thing that plays into that is like you mentioned before, the land's really fertile. You have a really good climate for growing. Yes, right. you do have a winter, but you have, you guys are a snudge warmer than we are in New England in the winter. Mm-hmm. And so I think you just have fertile land. You guys have, you're the garden state because you produce an insane amount of vegetables yeah. for yep. the Northeast actually. Right. Yeah. And, and it's so diverse, like, you know, down in South Jersey, there's acres and acres of farmland, you know, corn, soybeans, apples, uh, blueberries, like that. And then you have up North in like Sussex County, there's unbelievable farms, including wineries, like grown grapes, corn, corn, corn galore. Yeah, and we just nothing like corn going, season. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like going to a, a roadside farm stand and picking up your vegetable for your your evening. It's meal. the best. Yeah. It's like the, the butter and sugar corn is so freaking good in the summertime and to summer. Yeah. And and what's great about these these roadside farm stands, it's they're unmanned. So you go, you pick up what you want and you just drop your money in a little box and you walk away. It's totally based on the honor system. And it's wonderful. You can go it warms you are like, that warms my heart so much. You don't see that nearly as much as you used to anymore. And it is so wonderful to know that people still believe in the good of humans yep. that yep. you will pay for the $2 of corn you just got, which is probably about two dozen years of corn. Right. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> That's wonderful. So, um, all right. Alex from Instagram writes, 
why do people in New Jersey call it going to the shore and not the beach? It's a good question, Alex. It's always been the shore to me. Like you're always going to the shore, but once you're there, you're at the beach. Yeah. I um, so right. I guess it's, I guess it's because we're dry, like we're in Northern New Jersey. So we're driving South to go to the shore. So you're going, you're going to the you're shore. You're just going to the shore. I know. And you're the other fun thing about going to the shore, because I've been to the shore a handful of times, you need a wristband. You pay to go on that yep. sand. Yes. It's no joke system. Yes. Yeah. Serious stuff. It is. It is. And the boardwalk is a special part of going to the shore and the beach culture of New Jersey that you don't see. It's got this old timey vibe that you just mm-hmm. don't see uh, anywhere else that I know of. Like we've got a little bit of it here in New England, but not like in New Jersey. Yeah. And there's, there's several big boardwalks in New Jersey and they're all very different. Yeah. So you go to the boardwalk in Ocean City, New Jersey, not Maryland, Ocean City, New Jersey. And mm-hmm. it's, it's more shops and food. And, you know, there's a couple of piers with rides, and, but it's not the gamey boardwalk like you get in Seaside or Point Pleasant. Yeah, right. right, right Very right. different. Very different. Which shore do you, what part of the shore do you like to go to? We go to uh, Lavalette, which is between Seaside and Point Pleasant. Ooh, nice, nice. We got, you know. You like options. Short. I like it. Yeah. You like to be centrally located in case you want to do one thing or another thing. You need options in your world. Absolutely. I dig that. I dig that. And my I, favorite option is yeah. to hang out on the beach with a glass of wine till eight or nine o'clock. Hell yeah. Is night. it from a vineyard in New Jersey? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had to. I had to. Um, okay. Todd. Full disclosure, this is my husband, Todd Massachusetts writes, who lived in Morristown. He wants to know what's with all the diners in New Jersey and why do people seem to love them so much? No shade. He loves a diner and he likes the diner culture, but there is something about like, you don't go to Denny's at three o'clock in the morning in New Jersey. You go to your diner. diner. Yeah. And you, they're open 24 hours. I, and I think that's the, the why catch. people love diners. Yeah. You can go anytime you got a hankering for anything. They, their menu is always massive. So diverse. You can get you know anything at any hour of the day. You can get breakfast at dinner time. And I yeah. think that's that's the real draw is the uh, the ability to go when you want and get what you want when you want it. Yeah, absolutely. And I I mean I feel like. Morning is a very pop. I mean, I think anytime going to the diner seems like a very popular time to go to a diner in New Jersey. Like there's not, it's not like just like late night people or just morning people. It's they're kind of always busy. Yes. Yeah. 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 I've gone at like really odd off hours and had to wait for a table, which is crazy because there's so many diners (laughs) everywhere. Like right. you guys have diners, like we have Dunkin' Donuts here in the Boston area. <laughs> like literally there's probably four diners easily just in Morristown, if not more. Oh yeah. 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 Even where yeah. I live here, like there's one, it's probably five minutes away. Then there's another one, eight minutes away. Yeah. Then there's another one, 10 minutes like away. Grocery yeah. stores or gas stations. I know you guys yep. love a diner. Cassidy from Instagram writes, I saw your Instagram post. Okay. I have to know what is a ripper? 
So full disclosure here, I've never had a ripper, but I, I, my husband has. So I asked him this question. Yeah. It is a deep fried hot dog yep. that they slice the ends. And when it gets fried, it kind of like bursts like a star. Kind of like your woolly, whirly bird. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Of. Same concept. Yeah. But these are deep fried. <laughs> They're usually They're really fried like, on a skillet, right? Yeah, no, and it's really usually a very sketchy location where you're eating the ripper, and um, they're always exactly what you expect them to be and tasty. And you always are like, should I have gotten an extra one? But no, you shouldn't have. No. Mm -mm. And no. then when you walk away, you, you pop two Pepto Bismol, right? Oh my God, yeah, and sometimes. Uh, Deanne in Chicago rates. I had to Google what a fat sandwich was. Is that really a thing in New Jersey? Why hasn't this caught on anywhere else? You know what? I, I've never had a fat sandwich. Oh, either. I have. I know what it is, but like, like that stuff in my stomach just don't go yeah. hand in hand. It, so I think it started and I could be wrong with this, but I think it started near Rutgers. Um, yes. and it was these food trucks and mm -hmm. it's literally like a drunk everything stoners, fried. yeah just wet dream on a sandwich like mozzarella sticks french fries chicken fingers I mean they would yep. deep fry anything and put it on that sandwich and then put cheese on it and mm -hmm. probably some kind of vinegary slaw or hot sauce or something or gravy brown gravy, gravy. yeah I mean anything and then it's massive and they just give it to you for like 10 bucks. And you're like, yep, I'm going to, yep. I'm going to eat this. This is going yep. to, and I'm going to regret it in the morning. I don't know why they haven't caught on anywhere else. Probably because um, if you eat too many, you die of a heart attack. But you know, I mean, Hey, you're 22. It live it good, up. Right. Yeah. Especially Another if you're too, in college. Yeah. Another thing too, that's, I think pretty much New Jersey is disco fries. Have you ever heard of disco fries? <sighs> So I, I think I have, and I think I've eaten them drunk. I, I don't drink a lot. Full disclosure. I really don't drink a lot. But when I'm in New Jersey, hanging out with my buds, we had been known to toss a few back. Tell me again what the disco fries are. So disco fries are obviously French fries yeah. and they put them on a platter and they slather them with brown gravy yeah. and then melt cheese on top. Oh, that's like poutine. Okay. So in, Okay. <laughs> Okay. So that's what, oh, that's cute, Cheryl. Okay. So poutine is a French Canadian like delicacy that I shouldn't call it delicacy, but it's like the national dish of Quebec. And it is literally really like double fried, extra crispy French fries, brown gravy, and then wow, cheese curd. Very and similar, then you, yeah. yeah. And then you eat them. And I mean, yeah, they're delicious. So disco fries, poutine. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, I've had many a disco fry. Yeah. Then. Good many. stuff. Oh, so and good you stuff. get them at the diner at 2am, right? Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if only the diner served booze. Karen from Facebook writes, what is your favorite dish that you grew up with that reminds you of home? Well, it's definitely Sunday dinner always involved some kind of pasta. Um, I remember going to my grandmother's for a Sunday dinner and it was, you know, it was a full seven course meal involving mm. some kind of pasta, lasagna, something thick and heavy. Um, and the, the thing that really resonates with me in those dinners is my grandfather used to make his own wine in the basement. Of course. Of course. And the, 
I, I don't know the process or whatever, but he always had vinegar. He made vinegar as well with the, you know, when he was making the wine. Yeah, nothing and, goes to waste. Sure. Yeah, nothing goes to waste. And I remember having salad with dinner and I, I was young, you know, t- under 10 years old. Um, and I couldn't wait for everyone else to finish having their salad so I could drink the vinegar out of the bottom of the salad bowl. Oh my God, it was that good. It was so good. And when he passed and we emptied all the, the barrels, there was like a couple bottles of vinegar left and I got them and I good. savored. No one else was allowed to have that vinegar. That Aww. was mine. I savored that vinegar for probably a good 10 years. And if I really think about it, I could still taste it. Oh, it was such a distinct taste. I love that. That's wonderful. That is absolutely wonderful. Do you have any recipes that you remember that you'd want to share with the listeners that I could put in the show notes that even like one or two that you would, um, that would be like family, New Jersey Sunday. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I have, yeah, I have my, uh, my red sauce recipe, I still make it. It, you know, was my mother's recipe. And actually my mother's not even Italian. So I don't even know where she got the recipe, maybe from my, my father's mother. I don't even Probably. know the origin of it, but yeah, you know, it's, it's that recipe that's got all those, the stains on it because it's been used so, so many, many times. times. Yeah. And my sister uses the same recipe. So yeah. Absolutely. Okay, great. Awesome. Michael from Instagram writes, I love sugar. And when I visit the East coast, I love getting saltwater taffy in the summertime. Where's the best place for saltwater taffy on the shore? Okay. So saltwater taffy goes hand in hand again with the boardwalk. So yeah. there's always stores on the boardwalk that sell saltwater taffy, but the best place. And, and you can tell, I, I spent a lot of time in ocean city, New Jersey. Yeah. There's a place on the boardwalk there called Shriver's that they make it right there. And there's a gazillion flavors and you could pick you know, one of these, two of those and, and try all the different flavors. It's not just, here's a box. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's what, what you the flavors want. are. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like, and we have saltwater taffy up here in new England, and there's a huge difference from getting the box mm-hmm. and getting, going to a place that makes it and picking out your own, because I feel like the flavors in those boxes are stale and you can tell when saltwater taffy is past its prime. It's mm-hmm. no, it's just kind of hard and the sugar's a little more crystallized versus mm-hmm. like that ooey gooey might pull out a filling might not don't know Dennis is going to kill me kind of vibe <laughs> so that's great and I have a funny feeling they probably have an online store that if you can't make it down I'm there sure they, I do. Bet they ship so we'll include and, that in the show notes yeah and it's so interesting to like you can watch behind the glass watch oh, them yeah. make and it and pull it's it. so yeah they yeah. pull it and they they flavor it and then they you know put you know Cut I, it what's up your and favorite wrap it. flavor? So licorice. Really? Okay. So I'm a Black peppermint. Licorice. Okay. I'm a peppermint girl or a maple walnut, not maple walnut, just maple. I like maple or peppermint, not in the same box. Nothing can go in the box of the peppermints because it'll make everything else taste like pepper. Right. Same yeah. thing with the, the maple too. It's such a strong, yeah. distinct mm-hmm. flavor. Yep. It's my two favorite though. That's wonderful. When, and I, you know, black lucky has grown on me over the years. I was never a black licorice kind of gal. And now I'm, I'm okay with it. A little goes a long way for me, but I'm okay with it. Uh, Wendy in Washington state writes, I've never been to New Jersey, but I've watched a lot of Sopranos and a lot of the New Jersey housewives on Bravo. Well, then you've basically been to New Jersey, Wendy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do people really say use 
or really have that Tony Soprano no. accent. Oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's a Showtime thing. HBO. I mean, HBO yeah, thing. HBO. Um, you guys do have an accent. It's not as exaggerated as uh, portrayed in The Real Housewives of New Jersey or The Sopranos, but you do like, okay, what? how do you say the word that you would turn on your faucet in the kitchen? What comes out of the kitchen sink, like the tap in the kitchen? It's water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you say water or water or there's other variations of it, but you do have a little bit of an accent when you say the word water. Yes. Not that I say water, but like, yeah, you do have, there's certain words that people in New Jersey. And again, if you're more North or more South or how close you are to New York or how close you are to Philadelphia, I think does affect where your accent lies. I mean, I grew up in Southern New Hampshire and I don't really have nearly as an accent as other people who grew up in and around me because my parents were both from Pennsylvania. So they Mm -hmm. have, they speak differently. And when you, I think when you hear things at home over and over again, you, you get the accent of your parents too. You know what I mean? But yeah, you guys, you definitely have a little bit of an accent sister, but we love you for it. We absolutely, but it's not like the housewives. No, no, not at all. No. Okay. That's, that's, there you go. Exaggerated. Yes. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Natasha in Maine writes, if I'm visiting New Jersey or driving through, what do you think are the places you must go to? And what should I eat when I go? Okay, so we talked a lot about the Jersey Shore, so yeah. I'll, I'll start somewhere else. So if you're driving through northern New Jersey, you got to go through Clifton and mm. go to the Hot Grill Ooh. and get one all the way. So it's a hot dog with mustard and fresh chopped onions and their secret gravy. And is it, it like is a chili divine. sauce? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Love and it. They're just celebrating their 60th anniversary. Of so they are. Yeah. <laughs> and there's probably still the same grease in the fryer. Of course it is. <laughs> and that's what I makes it taste so good, oil. right? I know. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Um, and I'm going to go back to the, to, you know, the Jersey shore. If you're on the boardwalk um, down in ocean city, Manco's and Manco's is the best pizza. Mm, what makes it so good it's just everything the dough is fabulous the the way they mix the cheese and the sauce and it, it's just it's just it's making your mouth salivate right now yes yeah. i want to get in the car and drive down there I bet and of course open. and of course the Coors ice cream you got to try a traditional orange cream Coors ice cream well, yeah first get the pizza then get the ice cream. Exactly. Yeah, or get the or get the ice cream, then the pizza, and then one more ice cream to go. Like what the Dang. hell? Live it up. Live yep. it up. Dessert All right. for dinner. Love it. I know. <laughs> so what it's a food podcast. What are you currently making at home right now? Oh, this is like a transitional time of year for me. I get away from the the barbecuing and doing the steaks and the chicken on the grill and start to making stews and more, mm-hmm. you know, red sauce for the pasta and you know cook up the vegetables from the garden and I do a lot of a lot of prep work and freezing so my freezer right now is filled with eggplant parmesan and um 
tomatoes and I, I freeze tomatoes whole. I just core them oh, and do squeeze you? them. Yep. I core them free, core them, squeeze them, freeze them. And then if you're making stew or whatever, you just take them out of the freezer, rinse it under warm water to take the skin off, shop it up and you have like Garden That's a fresh great tomato. idea. Do you have a ton of green tomatoes right now in your garden that just didn't get ripe? Yeah, there's still some out there. I actually went out yesterday. I probably picked a dozen red tomatoes. So they're still turning. The weather hasn't gotten too cool yet that they're they're done. But when, when we start to get the threat of frost, I'll go out and I'll pick all the green tomatoes and I'll either let them sit on the counter and ripen or fry them up. Uh, good call. Will they ripen on the counter? They do, but they're never the same. Never no, the same. Uh uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. The colors. Yeah. They're more orange than red. And I know I I've been, I've got a ton of green tomatoes and I'm trying to find a good recipe other than frying them up. Cause I love a good pickle fried them. green tomato. Oh, that's a good idea too. I could pickle them. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's great. So how can people get a hold of you? How can they find you? Everything's on my website, all my contact information and whatnot. So it's cfoyourway.com is the best way to, to find me. I am also on LinkedIn. If you just search my name, um, I'd love to connect with people there. Uh, lots of fun, fun stuff on my LinkedIn posts, as well as information about, you know, business and the accounting world. Um, yeah, that's the best way. Okay. I love that. I'll website. put everything in the show notes for you. Uh, and last question that I ask everyone, COVID wasn't a thing, which it's almost not, thank goodness. And you had all the money in the world. Where are you going and what are you eating? Oh, yeah, I know. Take your time. Yeah. No judgment. Where I, go? I would love to go to Italy. You've and never just, been, have you? I've never been. Where's your family from in Italy? You know what? I don't even know the answer to that question because I'm fourth or fifth generation here. So, um, I don't even know cause it's mm. so, so far back, but I would yeah. love to just go and taste go. authentic Italian food and just like drive from North to South and see the differences and taste Huge. all the wines. And- yeah. Yeah. You should go. It's very, uh, opening how different the food is in Italy versus what we here in the U S consider Italian food. it's drastically yeah yeah what's a pizza there compared to a pizza here right yeah i mean and just even the way people sauce things is different the way like in uh i think we here in america put a ton of garlic and onion and things in our sauces and they don't do that at all over there ever Mm -hmm. barely ever and so it's it's fascinating you should go you guys need to make a trip and take a month two, three and go for sure. That's awesome. But anyway, Cheryl, this was so much fun. I can't thank you enough for taking time to come and talk about New Jersey. And I'm going to link you for all having of your, me. Oh, anytime sister. And I can't wait to come and visit you and go get all of this yummy food together. We're going to have tons <laughs> of fun and drink some New Jersey wine and hang out. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. You have a wonderful afternoon. I'll see you soon. Thank you. You do the same. Bye. Bye. Cheryl, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And everyone, I'll link all of her information in the show notes and check out her podcast, Pathways to Profitability. Yours truly will be on it very soon. So 
keep an eye out for that. For all the information from this episode, go to my website for the show notes, elizabethrfuller.com. Email me with any questions for the podcast, let's go on a food adventure at gmail.com and tag me in all of your food adventures on Instagram at let's go on a food adventure. You guys, this was a blast. Thank you so much for listening. Lead with kindness, make some yummy food for one another, and I'll see you next Friday. Bye.